Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Getting Animated. I'm your host, Destiny, so let's get started. Happy Friday, everyone. I hope everyone's having a super awesome week. Happy uh, pre- my Hero Academia Day, because it comes out tomorrow. I'm very excited. Um, also, I'd like to say happy, happy, happy birthday to my beautiful mother. She, Her birthday is actually tomorrow as well. So it's My Hero Academia Day, and it's my mom's birthday tomorrow. So I just want to say I'm going to be pretty lit. I'm going to be really excited. Um, I'm probably going to be doing like an early episode for the My Hero Academia uh, Season 3 premiere, or I might just do a whole episode about it. I'm not 100% sure yet, but let's jump right into the anime news this week. So there are going to be three new Naruto novels starting this May. The three book novel series is called Naruto Shinden, The New Legend of Naruto, and it should be kicking things off in Japan on May 2nd. After that one, it's going to be Sasuke Shiden follows Shukamaru Shiden right after and since these are new legends they take place when all the characters are parents and naruto shiden will include a short stories centered on the parent-child dynamic um naruto shiden is written by marie mayato who previously penned the novelization of the disastrous life of saki k movie but the original writer for naruto is going to be on the board and handle the artwork so i'm excited i don't really read light novels or read novels period i really just be reading manga and i don't really like shonen manga although i love naruto so if you're interested in that definitely check that out next happy sugar life the horrific psychological horror manga is getting a tv anime isn't that exciting Basically, Happy Sugar Life is about a girl, crazy girl, who is willing to kill in the name of love. Based on the trailer, it looks hella creepy, and I'm so interested in it because I love psychological horror shows. I think they're so cool. I just, I love that stuff, so I'm super excited for that one. Stay tuned for when that's posting because I'll definitely be talking more about it. Next, Fairy Tale will be broadcasting its final series in fall of 2018. So all you fairy tale people, I know you guys have been hype about it. I've had people talk to me about like how they miss fairy tale and things like that. So it is coming back fall of 2018. It was on the creator's Twitter. He finally confirmed it. So I've never watched fairy tale, but I'm so excited for you guys. <laughs> In other news, Kyoto Animation reveals that there's going to be a completely new Violent Evergarden installment project. So I guess there's going to be a new animation project on the horizon based on Violet Evergarden. I'm still watching the show. I know it's coming out, so I'll, everyone who's in the United States will be able to watch it soon. Anything that Kyoto Animation so this week for topic time i'm going to be doing an only yesterday movie rewatch review because i've already seen it before um 
in honor of Isahao Takahata. He directed this movie as well as he is the co-founder of Studio Ghibli and he passed away yesterday. Um, so one of the biggest things about this movie in particular is it helped me a lot when I was going through one of my depression stages. I have um, really bad anxiety along with depression and it could be really crippling at some at points and a lot of the ways that I cope through that is watching anime writing poetry things like that and anime is such a big thing to me anime is like probably one of the number one things I use to cope when I'm going through one of those episodes that I have and when I watched only yesterday I watched it as an adult and it was a Studio Ghibli film. I didn't know anything about it. It just looked interesting. And you guys know I'm a Josie fanatic. So anytime there's an a older woman as a main character, I tend to relate to it better. And this movie helped me out a lot. The way that not only the animation flows together, but the way the character relived. It took me back to when I was her pre-adolescent age as well and it took me back to when I was a little kid and just the insecurities you felt so I'm gonna go over a couple of things in the movie I won't try and spoil a lot of it for you in case you want to see it but I definitely um there's certain scenes that stuck out to me so these are technically spoilers but um if you don't want to know I really recommend that you watch the movie so the first thing is, um, I'll tell you what Only Yesterday is about. So it is about uh, Takiho Okajama, and she is an unmarried career woman living in Tokyo. And she decides to go out into Yamagata to visit her sister's family during the safflower harvest, which is out in the country area. On the train, she daydreams about her pre-adolescent self, so herself in like fifth grade. And during her vacation, she starts having flashbacks of her childhood. And the first thing when you notice about her is uh, her, she's 27. So her sister calls her and was like, well, why aren't you married? Mom's upset. You haven't found a boyfriend yet. And I haven't dealt with that because when I was 18 years old is when I met my boyfriend and I've been with my boyfriend since I was 18. So, and I'm 22, about to turn 23 now. So I never really got that, when are you going to get a boyfriend pressure as far as like getting married. But I do remember, you know, in my family, my mom would always question because I would never bring any boys home to her. She was always being like, are you Okay. Uh, are you gay? Like little things like that. So I, when I saw her being like, okay, whatever, like, thanks a lot. Just because I'm 27 doesn't mean that I'm an old lady. I kind of rang something in my head. Like, why is there such a pressure for women to be married? Why is it such a big thing for women to have a child, have a kid? I know our bodies can only, you know, fertilize kids I know that sounds weird but our body can only fertilize children between a certain age but it's like the rush to be married married it's just it's almost kind of ridiculous because boys never get asked that question and just watching that off rip I was like oh 
I feel you, girl. It's not right. So she goes on this train and she's on her way out there. And one of the things she started thinking about was back when she was a child during summer vacation. Now, my sister and I are 20 years apart. So we aren't really, we don't really ever have anything in common because she's way older than me. I was practically an old, only child back when I was in middle school or elementary school. So one of the biggest things that our character Takeo has to deal with is she was left at home. She really couldn't go anywhere for summer vacation. All her friends were going somewhere and she was always left in town. And my parents, you know, they weren't bawling out. They could, they did the best they can when they could send me to different summer vacations. But our family never really went on vacations. My family always had to work just to provide to pay bills and things like that. So it brought a lot of memories about everyone leaving for the summer and you still being there. And it almost feels like you're the only one left in town because you see everybody going places, taking pictures. Uh, when I was in like fifth and sixth grade, social media wasn't really a big thing, but I still knew like people were going on vacations. I think my space was definitely a thing. And it was just almost unfair. Like I would see people, I would call my friends. And on top of that, my birthday is in July. So I hated my birthday when I was younger because everybody else got to have parties at school. And I was the only one who couldn't have a party because everyone was always going to be away on, on vacation. So I definitely really got to relive that frustration that the character also went through being alone because then at that point, you also have to remember, like, you can't go anywhere, you can't drive, you can't do anything. So it's always, like, what your parents are able to send you and where you can do. And then when I was in fifth grade and sixth grade, I didn't have a lot of friends in the neighborhood. There weren't a lot of kids in the neighborhood. And if there were any, they were gone with their parents. So that was one thing that I also got to remember. Um, I thought it was pretty funny. There was a scene where Takaho was talking to her sister, and her sister did something dirty to her. It was, uh, and I won't spoil it, but there was just them reliving that moment. And her sister said, let go of the baggage of the past. And have you ever felt like remembered when someone did something dirty to you and you, you mention it and they're like, let it go, let it go. It was in the past. And when she said that, I literally felt triggered. And I remember the first time I watched it, I felt like, ugh. I was like, every sister must say that. But in our family, that was a huge thing. People would just be like, oh, leave it in the past. And I'm one to forgive and forget. But at the same time, there's some things you just don't leave in the past. You know, sometimes you have to relive the past to kind of snap you back into reality about the future. You know, like if somebody did something dirty to you back in the past, you kind of think about it like, mm, I remember that. So I kind of thought that was funny. Another one of my favorite scenes relives her first taste of love. When she was in fifth grade, this boy liked her and it was going back and forth. And one of the most beautiful scenes that was just animated gorgeously was her running into the sky and then floating. And if you've ever been in love or even had a, a little crush on somebody, being in love is probably the best feeling in the whole wide world. And that's why Valentine's Day is my favorite holiday because I love celebrating love. Because 
to me, there's probably no better feeling than being in love, feeling loved, and it doesn't necessarily always have to be a romantic love. It could always be platonic. It could be family, but just feeling loved, that feeling of just like, ooh, and that's why I always watch romances and things like that, because I, I love reliving that feeling, and child love, so when, you know, you're just getting to know that boys don't have cooties and you feel something you don't know necessarily what that something is about the boy that you like you're kind of just sitting there like well I don't know you know what kind of what kind of how is he so cool you know and that was one of the things that she was having a problem with one of my favorite scenes was she kept running back from the bathroom to the game the boy was playing in five times because she got so nervous and it just brings me back to that time when I was a little kid and I felt that way and one of the best parts about the movie as well is when she was home she kind of like turned into this overly animated feminine character her eyes were like super cute she had this pink pastel background and that was just so funny to me because when you fall in love you literally feel like that you feel the most feminine just the most butterflies and flowers and you just feel something inside of you that you never knew was in there and it just makes you feel warm inside so that's exactly how it was depicted and Isio Takahata did an amazing job doing that. He made sure that you knew that innocence of falling in love. And I loved it. So the last scene I'm going to talk about in the movie so you guys can watch it for yourselves is making excuses for bad grades and sucking at math. So Taiho, when she was little, was terrible at math. Like, terrible. She got a D in math. Barely. And that took me back immediately. And one of the things that I was dealing with during my depression episode was not feeling like I was good enough. And that is a that is something that I feel a lot. And I feel like I'm going to fail at a lot of things. And watching that scene, reliving that scene, just made me feel a thousand times um better it made me feel worse and then made me feel better at the same time so Tiger Ho when she was a little kid um did really bad at math so it, it picture it in your mind it's this little girl in fifth grade and her mother and they're both looking at a sheet of um homework or a test or whatever that's graded really bad and she tells her mom <laughs> we were doing art today and we had to blow, we were doing blow pictures. She's like, blow pictures? And it's like when you take wet paint, wait, paint and you blow through a straw. And she said, I blowed so hard, I gave myself a headache, and that's why I failed. So then her mom got upset, got up, and said, just ask your sister for help. So she asked her sister, shows her sister. Her sister comes running down the stairs to her mother and says, is there something wrong with her? Because there's no way she could get a bad grade like this not the thing you do especially if someone's not good at something 
it even hit harder because Tyago wasn't good at fractions and that's when it started going downhill for me when it came to math with fractions as well so I felt the like well fractions are stupid anyways like why would you even divide certain fractions into each other like it didn't make sense and so when the other sister got home both her sisters and her mom had like a conference at the table without her without Takiko to talk about her grades and they're like oh did she take an IQ test maybe it's because we bumped her on the head when she was little things like that and she could overhear them and I know that feeling of sitting in the other room when your family is talking about you about talking about how bad your grades are and all you need is help and it's just something that you can't understanding you get frustrated with yourself because you're like why am I not good enough everybody else can do it both both her sisters are doing just fine so I understand I understood the frustration and earlier in one of the scenes her mom was like well you know she's not normal and she overheard that and you have to be very careful especially with children because when they hear the mother or your father saying something like that about them you start to question yourself and doubt yourself as a person and I understood Taco so much because I was that little girl my mom was always always so proud of me however I was never gonna math I was always that odd one like my sister used to say that about me all the time I was the weird one you know what I'm saying I grew up weird I didn't grow up in New York I grew up in you know Port St. Lucie so little things like that just affected me and watching that and reliving that like I said it made me feel worse for like two seconds but then afterwards I felt a whole lot better and watching Hataiko had grown from that age from her 10 year old self to watching her because it goes back and forth between her being 10 and her being 27 it dawned on me like you really grow and you really change as a person and that's so important because the person that you are today is not guaranteed the person that you're going to be 20 years from now and when I was younger that was a tough thing to handle for me I always thought I was going to stay the same forever and here I am now you know just different and finding out so many more things about myself so I just thought that whole scene was so well put together and I know this whole podcast has been just me breaking down my favorite scenes but only yesterday captures innocence it captures being an adult coming to terms with that innocence being gone from you reliving the past acknowledging certain things that you didn't even think about back then and it puts it together in a nice story where you get to relive your own childhood experiences while following along with the main character's story and I think it was done beautifully and I want to thank Ishida Takahata so much because he really did change my life and a lot of these animators and directors and stuff like that um, I don't know if they ever get the appreciation but the things that they do like this when they create beautiful stories like that it changes someone's life and he changed mine and um I hope he rests in peace um so that's it for this week's episode of getting animated uh I'll talk to you guys next week bye bye